Hi, I'm Delene Allen, the networking queen. I love to connect people. There is nothing more wonderful than the human connection, the connection that can lead to incredible things, to love, to business, to make our lives just so much richer, meeting and connecting on a deeper level than, hi, here's my business card but making those human connections that can take you to magical places. Stay tuned for network equals net worth. I want to hear your stories. I want to share your stories. Good day, Delene Allen from Network Equals Net Worth, and I am thrilled to introduce you to Jenna Ross, the founder of Happy Place Property Management and celebrating her fifth year in business next month. Happy Place Property Management provides single family homes to rent in the Halifax area. Their goal is to place tenants in your property who create a home and are happy to live there. For property owners, the goal is to make their investments so well cared for and profitable, they wanna buy more properties. Jenna is also the co-founder of the Halifax Real Estate Investors Group and she invests in real estate herself. You can find out more information at www.happyplacepmpropertymanagement.com. So Jenna Ross, I also want to say, um, we've known each other for a while. You are just a beautiful person inside and out. Very dynamic husband, Greg, who's also in the real estate field. So it's like a marriage made in heaven and two gorgeous girls, one puppy or two now. One, yes. One, beautiful. Okay. So tell us all about Jenna Ross and in the beginning. You grew up outside of Moncton, I think. Yes, I grew up in a rural community and um, there was not much going on out there, um, but we enjoyed it. We had a really nice upbringing. Um, we didn't have a lot of money per se, but um, we always felt well cared for. We ate well, you know, all that kind of stuff, but humble beginnings. Um, but we, I had a lovely childhood and uh, went on from there to go to university because my, my parents, nobody in our family had gone to university and my parents were telling me that uh, it wasn't, it for us, my, my older brother and I, it wasn't a question like we were absolutely going. <laughs> so, for them. Yeah. excellent. So, the importance of education. But yeah. you also learned some very valuable things because your mom worked in the nursing profession and she had a sideline. Tell us about that sideline. Um, oh, my mother. Oh, yeah. She, she sold Avon. Um, so that was interesting. So I would go with her and drop off all the books in everybody's mailbox because that's how things were done back then for Avon and to go do the deliveries and yeah. So yeah. You were a businesswoman training back then. <laughs> yeah. And I asked if you had a lemonade stand and since you lived in the country, you did a variation on that. Tell us about that. Yeah, the variation. So when I say like the country, it's outside of Moncton, north of Moncton, rolling hills, cows, pastures, not a lot of houses. Um, all my neighbors 
were my relatives, which was really cool. Um, so there was a lot of gardening and stuff like that. And we would pick up berries on the side of the road. So what we didn't eat when we picked, we would go to my grandmother's house and sell them to her. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. So it sounds like in a small community, because I grew up in a small community too, you, you got used to saying to hi to anybody that went by and so really you were connecting and networking from a very early age by the sounds of things. Yes. Yeah. Wonderful. So you got used to talking to people. And then one summer, was that after high school or between in, during university? So it was, um, it was after high school, um, before I left for university. Yes, I started a business. I got a grant and opened up a business called Fables and Gems and sold um, antiques and different crafts and different things on the side of the road. So almost like a yard sale with um, a lot of old books that we had. And uh, yeah, so, and then I got the idea to, um, call the newspaper and see if they would like to do an article. So they came out and they did, they did a picture of me with that. And we had the big rock concert that happened and I was volunteering there. And I came, uh, I was actually at the rock concert and I had a branded hat from my business. And um, when I was at the rock concert volunteering, people were coming up to me because the paper had just gone out. And back then, newspapers were a big deal. So people were recognizing me and back home because I was there for a couple of days at the concert camping. Um, cars were actually lined up in the country outside the shop. People were bringing money and, you know, bringing stuff for us to sell. And uh, yeah, so it was really 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 cool yeah it was fun I think you made it on the news though too didn't you um I don't, you on tv I don't know if I was on tv but definitely in print and it came out it was a cover page of the business section so of course that's a big you know a big draw so that that was really neat yeah excellent excellent and then what sort of things did you do while you were in university and so in university, I was in cheerleading. Um, I went to university my first year in Texas. So I did, um, I tried out for cheerleading there. I didn't make it there, um, but I did big brothers, big sisters. Um, and we traveled all around the US and into Mexico just on our breaks and weekends and stuff. And then the university closed down. Um, so the following year I went to UMB in Fredericton and I did cheerleading there. And yeah. That was pretty, pretty amazing to go all the way to Texas. So when you got off the plane, how many people did you know in Texas before you got to school there? Um, it was an international university affiliated with our church. So my brother was there, my older brother was there. Um, and I knew maybe about six people. Yeah. So you needed to learn how to network quickly. Yes. And I bet by the time you left, you had hundreds of friends. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It was a pretty special place. Yeah. Excellent. Oh, that's wonderful. And so um, what brought you, you're originally again from New Brunswick. So what brought you to Nova Scotia? So it was my husband, Greg. Um, so my 
Um, my sister-in-law, Shelly, um, was my best friend at university in Fredericton. And um, so Greg would come from Halifax to visit her. And so she always said, oh, the two of you guys should get together sometime. And so um, we knew each other and we, we liked each other, like, but um, the timing wasn't quite right. But um, just happened that um, one time I came to Halifax with, or I came to Halifax to visit her and it just, the timing was just right. And we weren't planning on it, but we just, we just got together and have been together ever since. So, yeah. Wow. And two beautiful children. That is fantastic. Um, and so now the second part, we're married, we've started a family. You have done all kinds of amazing things with your life in this very short period of time, Jetta Ross. But what drew you to, I know that Greg, very successful realtor, that, um, and you've bought and sold houses and have been very successful at that. But what drew you to the property management business? You must have saw a need, did you? Um, yeah, so I started uh, with managing the houses that we bought and um, rented out together and learned how to do it. And I realized that I really enjoyed placing the tenants um, and that it wasn't with single family homes that are nice and everything. And if you if you place nice tenants, the experience is really um is nice. So in the beginning, I thought, I don't know why everybody's making it out to be a big deal. <laughs> um, but initially, like, I, I mean, making it out to be a big deal to say like that, you know, property management is a terrible thing, because they think of it like tenants and toilets and troubles. And, you know, it can be it can be really good. Um, however, I was working an IT job and really just, I had a good job. I had a good boss. I had a good team. Um, my schedule was decent. Um, I kind of worked up to a point where I was making good money, pension the whole nine yards, but I just felt like the beige cubicle walls. I just felt like I was dying a thousand deaths every day I stepped into the office. And with my girls at the time, our youngest was sick quite often. And so we were headed to the hospital quite often and pediatricians and this and that. So it just felt like um, none of it was working for me. And so I probably spent about a year trying to figure out what it was that I wanted to do. And on the side, I was managing properties for other clients um, that just kind of came to me from Greg. And I enjoyed that as well. So I kind of built it up to a certain point where it wasn't enough to replace my income. And I was trying to figure it all out. And Greg had said a couple of times, well, what about, like, what if you do property management? And <laughs> I thought about it and I thought, no, like it just wasn't, you know, it wasn't something that I thought I wanted to do. And I don't know, it just, um, I think while well, you were involved, actually, when I left my job, I was doing some social media on the side. Um, and I was doing a little bit for your social media and doing some admin work for Greg and Amanda um, and, and managing some properties and trying to figure it all out. And just, I kind of came to a, a point where I was like, okay, I'm 
I'm leaving my job. I set a date a couple of times and then I decided to leave it. And then I decided, you know, after a bit, okay, I'm going to do this full time. Like I'm going to give it a real go. And I think what really, um, the thing that kind of held me back is I had a hard time finding my business name. And once I found my business name, um, Happy Place Property Management, then I was kind of really, you know, encouraged to, to do it full time and just commit to it. Yeah. And, and look at where you have grown to today. I believe in the industry, it's how many doors do you manage? Yes. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. So it's all about how many doors you manage. And so for us, it's, we're at about a hundred doors right now. Um, and our doors are, um, you know, like they're larger homes, a lot of them. So it makes a difference what your doors look like. Cause some might be, you know, smaller, um, apartments, this kind of thing. Um, but yeah, it was my goal to get to a hundred doors. Um, because that when I started, somebody said, then you'll be able to hire someone to help you. So the, cause property management, doing it all on your own can be tough, but when you get to hundred doors, you can hire someone. Um, but a female business coach told me you <laughs> in your situation are probably not going to be able to wait that long. You have kids, you have, you know, other responsibilities, a lot going on with your life. So anyway, so now that we're at a hundred doors, so um, we're finally in a position where I feel like I'm finally in my happy place because getting here is, uh, I mean, when you have to deal with everything with property management, it's, you're dealing with the tenants, you're dealing with the owners, and you're dealing with the houses. Um, there's a lot going on. Um, and my assistant, Vicki, um, she's so wonderful. Um, and she's helping me out so much. And I, I stopped into her house to drop something off. And she said, Oh, are you going to come in? I said, Okay. So I came in, set my laptop up. And while I was there, my phone rang two times, once from an investor in Spain and once from a different investor looking about tax stuff and, you know, wondering like, and big, long conversations. And then I was getting text messages and emails were coming and whatever we sat down to do, we never got done. And she looked at me and she said, aha, now I see <laughs> like, cause you think property management is one thing, but it's. It's so, so many much things. So yeah. finally, now we've got um, we've got my assistant helping me. We have our leasing agent um, Amanda doing the majority of all the leasing stuff, um, and then we have a maintenance manager who's managing all of the requests that come in. So um, so it's just a much better better position so that I don't feel like I'm a dispatcher because once you grow <laughs> past a certain amount, it's just uh, all those tasks and all the hats are, it's an overwhelming amount of stuff. Yeah. Jonathan Chen with Fortune Start Consulting. Fortune Start focuses on working with Nova Scotia based small business owners across various industries. They help small businesses overcome the size limitation in local markets and expand their services and products to the Chinese market. Fortune Start also helps small businesses 
penetrate the Chinese community in Nova Scotia as it is rapidly growing and will continue to do so for the next five to 10 years. Fortune Start provides small business loan and equity investments to businesses right after evaluation. Their goal is to see growth in the small businesses they support, hire the right people for the job, and most importantly, share their resources within the community. Jonathan Chen, Fortune Start Consulting. Well, and when you think about it, Jenna, what you're also so good at is meeting people, connecting with people. And so part of your journey has also been to surround yourself with people that you know, like, and trust and making those, those relationships happen. So you've got that trusted team and that certainly makes a big difference, doesn't it? It makes a huge difference to have the right team there. And like everybody that I have, like we're a small team right now, but everybody's, um, you know, they just want to, I'm kind of there to try to mitigate the fact that we have good properties and good owners and we place, you know, like that we just have good, tenants and a good experience so that everybody's stress level can be just as low as possible, right? Like we're going to, we have to deal with some kind of crisis um, <laughs> prevention and intervention and management, but it, you know, it can be a lot easier if there is not the high emotional stress. <laughs> it goes along with that. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And so, so um, meeting, connecting, that's, that's what you have always been, right? Looking for the human connection. So tell us also about your invest in real estate program, because I think that just your extension from what Greg loves to do and what you love to do has spilled over into showing other people, you know, you really are the giver's gain kind of person in that you love to share that knowledge and help other people be successful. So tell us a little bit about that program too, if you don't mind. Yeah, sure. So um, so my husband, Greg Ross and Amanda Gates and I got together um, because I was missing, I used to go to some of the real estate investing meetups um, and I met a lot of cool people that um, I'm still connected with today from that. And um, I decided, you know, I was frustrated because I wasn't getting out to them and not making a point to go. And then I just thought, well, why don't I um, get together and we create our own and just see where that goes. So that's exactly what we did um, about two years ago in January. And um, yeah, so it's grown to about five, I'd say 500 members roughly, and it's growing every day. Um, and we're just uh, connecting a bunch of real estate investors and providing them with education. Um, right now, we're not monetizing it. So it's free education, connecting a whole bunch of people. Um, they can go into our Facebook group, ask questions, get recommendations. Um, they can ask whatever they want. And sort of Greg and I and Amanda are in the background educating people and you know we're there if they want to use our services it's certainly not pushed on anybody um but um you know just providing education because i think for property management it's and landlording for example it's important for tenants to have a good experience with it so yeah they need to have the supports um and you know just be I think just be shown 
that it's an, it's an important um, role to play. So you need to consider the tenants and have them have a nice safe place. Well, and, and I think, as you said, the three T's, what were those again? <laughs> tenants and toilets and troubles. <laughs> exactly. The three, I like that, the three T's. That if you vet your uh, tenant a little better up front, that there, there seems to be that direct correlation with find out a lot more about your tenant match it to the right property, happy experience. Mm -hmm. And certainly like anything else, being able to glean some experience from people already in the business makes a huge difference. And, and with 500 um, members, you know that you're, and there's a lot more people that visit that not, are not necessarily members. So again, how do you make those connections though? Because this is really all about also making connections. So is it social media, in person, a mix of both? What what sort of recommendations would you have for somebody wanting to make connections? Yeah, I, I guess um, however they're connect, like however they enjoy connecting. Um, for myself, LinkedIn, um, I consume a lot of content there for property management, and that's kind of led me in different directions and connected me with different people. So whatever industry someone's in, whether it um, you know, could be any industry, but social media right now is good. Um, of course, BNI has been wonderful for, for us all. And especially through the pandemic to keep meeting and keep supporting each other and keep growing and um, be connected virtually when you can't go in person. And for the Halifax Real Estate Investing Group, we switched it to virtual, which um, it feels a little bit different. Like the energy, I mean, you've been out to our meetups. Amazing. Um, the, the energy in the room when people are there in person and dressed up and, you know, they get a babysitter or whatever. Um, it's, you can't, you can't match that on a Zoom call and you, and you don't get quite the same interaction, but uh, yeah, so we're looking forward to meeting in person again for both of those, um, for BNI and for our Halifax real estate meetup. And then, um, and you know, like there's been a lot of conferences and things that going to them in person, Queen Pins and the Wonder Woman one and um, would be nice to do in person. So, you know, you make the best of it with Zoom. It's working for now, keeping everybody safe. But oh, Well, and, and better than no option at all. But yes. you know what, what you've also proven here is that your reach, Jenna, and for what you're doing and how well you're doing it is it, you, you've just picked up a client wanting to invest in Atlantic Canada from Spain. That's amazing, isn't it? That must have been a fun connection to make. Super fun. Yes, it's it's um, it's interesting. I have a lot of international clients. They're all over the world and North Africa and the Middle East and <clears throat> a lot in the United States and um, Spain and um, just all over. People are all over the world, Asia. Um, so it's nice to be able to support the international clients too. Yeah. And to see that there is a great opportunity. If there's one thing that COVID I believe has done for Atlantic Canada is because we've been 
done so well in keeping this safe and healthy here, um, people are beginning to notice us and realize there's lots of opportunity, isn't there? Yeah, there's a ton of opportunity here and people are, they're, uh, they're taking note because Halifax is the fastest, second fastest growing city in Canada. Um, our vacancy rate is like one of the lowest, probably the second lowest in Canada from the stats. Um, you know, there's just so many great things. And then you look at how in Nova Scotia, we've, we've managed to do so well with COVID. So, and on top of the fact that just the way Nova Scotia sounds and the ocean being around it to people internationally, like some people I've met just come on a whim and a dream and are just like, well, I've always, it's been my dream to live in Nova Scotia. And then they just come like it's, so it's always been attractive. But um, when you look at the real estate market, I mean, that's just showing how um, like we're really, the focus is really on Nova Scotia right now. So it's an exciting time to be here. Oh, yeah. to be in your business exactly and and again helping people find their happy place to live is pretty uh pretty rewarding whether you're selling a house or renting a house but helping somebody find a place that they're going to enjoy spending day-to-day -day life has got to be pretty rewarding as well and make up for the three yeah. t's <laughs> yeah it is um like there's a part of the job that is so rewarding and now with the current state of everything, like there really is a housing crisis. So we're working with a lot of organizations. Um, we got a call today from an organization that, you know, just said, you know, like we've got a, a family who is facing homelessness because their house is selling and can you help? But, and thankfully they had a property in mind in the area that they live because it's hard to keep kids in the same school district and stuff. So. I think that's going to work out. So it's nice to be able to help people that way. And then there's a little bit of magic. Um, like I, I still really enjoy showing places personally, because I like to get out um, and meet people and see their faces and see like what I'm ideally looking for is that their eyes are going to light up and they're placing their furniture and they're excited about it and the possibility of moving and a fresh start. There's a whole lot that goes into it. And then if for some reason, if I like them, you know, if, if I think that they would be a good fit for a tenant for us, um, you know, there might be a different place for them. If that's not the place, if we're not seeing that, you know, there's something not quite right for them, but they, they want something slightly different, but similar or whatever. And, uh, and a lot of our tenants too, when they meet us, it's just the name of our business kind of makes them smile and there's a lot of um, scammers and things out there. So, you know, they want to work with somebody that they do trust and an organization, um, then we're, we're able to work with them. And a lot of times they'll say, we want you to find us a place somewhere. So then we're like, okay, we'll try. Yeah. Well, and, and then let's say if they decide to purchase, they also have trusted relationships, which just make, the, the biggest and most stressful experience, just that much more pleasurable, doesn't it? Yes, yeah. Any parting words you have for our, let's say people wanting to make connections and or invest in real estate, Jenna, because it's always a pleasure to spend time with you. Yes, and um, yeah, so for people wanting to 
Um, network and uh, things like that. Well, I just want to say to people, whatever business that they're looking at, there's never been a better time to start a business. Um, so just jump in and do it. And there's lots of support and government programs that are great to help you build, build your business. And then in terms of um, networking, BNI is a great place to start. And um, from there, social media, and, you know, you can always reach out to somebody that has a business, um, ask them questions and get started. And, uh, yeah. And I just want to say, Delene, thank you. Um, thank you so much. Um, I feel like you're in your happy place now. And uh, it's, uh, it's a joy to watch. And it's, it's fun to grow with you as B&I grows. So. Yes. Well, now to 200 doors, Jenna, because I see... It's called Jenna Ross Happy Place Property Management Empire. I see you making a lot of people very happy. So thanks to everybody for listening today. Network equals net worth. Make those human connections first because sooner or later, something great will happen from that, from those networking. But always look for the human connection first. That's the most important. Thanks so much for listening. What'd you like best about today's conversations and the connections that lead to miraculous outcomes? Leave a review. We would love to hear from you. We'd love to share your story too. So why not touch base with Delene Allen on Instagram and we'll keep the conversations going. <laughs>